All right, and we are live here on the RS Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for listening uh, this Thursday night selection special, the selection show here on the RS Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stout, um, and I'm very happy to be bringing you these these uh, Thursday shows again. Um, finally, I mean, I haven't done these Thursday shows for a long time. Um, you know, I got ran into some busy stuff on a Thursday, um, but I'm you know, I was trying to move my schedule around, bring stuff to you, um, and, you know, just some stuff didn't work out, but I'm very happy to bring you, uh, the Thursday shows again here on the RS Sports Podcast. Um, I call them the selection shows right now because the NFL is the only season really in, um, so basically what Thursday has been, has been, uh, giving you my picks for the week to come. Um, normally, there's a Thursday night game. In this case, the Ravens were scheduled to play Thursday night football this week. They'll be playing on Tuesday. Um, but I will give you the Tuesday night game pick um, as well this week. And the Sunday pick, the Monday pick, um, everything like normal, all the games this week in the NFL. Um, but again, I call it the selection show because that's the only season in right now. It'll probably just be a normal show once uh, the NBA starts. In two weeks, because I'll have um, a lot to talk about with uh, NBA games that are being played, storylines, things like that. Um, I believe the NBA starts the 22nd, is the uh, opening night of the NBA, so you guys are going to want to catch that. And uh, while we're on the topic of the NBA, before we hop into my picks against the spread this week for um, the NFL Week 13, I do want to talk to you about something in the NBA, because a lot of people thought the free agency stuff was over, Um and, you know, everybody moved where they were going to. Um, well, I guess not, because we have three moves to talk about. Two players re-signed, Anthony Davis and LeBron James, both re-signed with the Lakers. Uh, Anthony Davis signed a five-year deal. LeBron signed a two-year deal. I'm not surprised that LeBron signed a shorter deal, as he is the older player. Um, maybe he's trying to finish his career in Los Angeles, but I can also see him moving back to Cleveland for maybe one year after these next two, just to finish his career out where he started. And it would be an amazing career um, there. And Anthony Davis, obviously the younger player, signing a five-year deal. And the Lakers are looking to build and win more championships. Um, and maybe repeat next year, making that which would make them uh, the championship with the most... I mean, the franchise with the most championships in NBA history if they do repeat and get their 18th title next year. Um, but the big story that came out last night um, was breaking news around... I don't know, maybe 7, 8 o'clock Eastern time, I saw this. Um, Russell Westbrook is now a Washington Wizard, and he got traded there for John Wall on a first-round pick, um, which now goes to the Houston Rockets. So, for the time being, Harden and Wall are in Houston. There's speculation that Harden is going to get traded to the Nets, um, but maybe this changes things for Harden. Maybe this means that, you know, Harden... Now that John Wall is in Houston, maybe Harden gives Wall a chance. I don't, I doubt it, but, you know, maybe the this might actually convince James Harden to stay. I don't necessarily know who won this trade. I don't think the Wizards got any better. I mean, I, that's, that's kind of bad to say because Russell Westbrook is a great point guard. I'm talking the team-wise. I mean, it was a great pickup for the Wizards. I like Russell Westbrook. I think he's a good player. But... I don't think that that team is going to, you know, necessarily go anywhere this season. As far as the Rockets go, 
They still they picked up DeMarcus Cousins. They have John Wall now. They have James Harden. It looks like the Rockets might be some putting some pieces together. I can see them being a playoff team. I don't think their um their team, you know, the the way people view their team is going to change at all this season. Um, obviously, they're going to have a different player at point guard, and John Wall's a good point guard. He was injured last year, so he didn't get to play that much. But I don't know if anybody necessarily won or lost this trade. It was just sort of like, um, you know, Westbrook, you need to put people around him in Washington. I would say that maybe Houston, if I had to pick, probably won the trade just because they have more um, stars on their team now. And But... You know, Westbrook didn't work in Houston as a star point guard. Let's see if the star point guard, John Wall, is going to work in Houston. And maybe Harden gives him a shot in Houston. But we will have to see. I just wanted to talk to you guys about that a little bit as that was big news coming in, coming out of the NBA. And now we're going to move to my selections, my picks for Week 13 in the NFL. Um, this episode might be a little bit shorter just because... Um, I'm going to give a quick overview of the games and then give you my picks against the spread, what the over-under is, all that jazz. Um, So, to start, we have the Sunday NFL games. Um, New Orleans at Atlanta is the first game we're going to talk about. Um, The Saints are minus three uh, in the spread, and the over-under for this game is 46. Uh, So, this is actually going to be my upset this week to start. Um, Atlanta... The Saints are minus three, which means that it is an upset if Atlanta beats them. Um, and, you know, the Saints don't have Drew Brees right now. Um, and, you know, the Falcons are coming off a big win against uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think are a... Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, I think, are a decent team in the AFC this year. I think they might be uh, looking for that. They might actually get that playoff spot. Um, but I'm going to take Atlanta in this game. I'm going to take that as my upset. And... You know, not much more to say. Taysom Hill is probably going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints. Atlanta's not a very good team this year, but they beat the Raiders, so they might have some momentum going into this game. That's what led me to pick uh, the Atlanta Falcons in this game. Um, Cleveland at Tennessee. This might be one of the 1 o'clock games to keep your eye on. This is going to be a very entertaining game to watch. So if you guys are looking for a 1 o'clock game to watch this Sunday, I would recommend watching Cleveland at Tennessee as one of the game's two powerhouses in the AFC Two uh, AFC teams. I don't think either of them are gonna gonna go to the Super Bowl. I think they have a shot to. Uh, I think they're definitely gonna go to the playoffs, though. Uh, they're two decent teams in the AFC. It's gonna be a battle, and it's gonna be fun to watch. Um, the Titans are minus five and a half on the spread, and the over under is fifty four. I'm gonna stick uh, with the spread on this one and take the home team in Tennessee. They're rolling. They just beat the Colts. Um, they they seem to have found uh, sort of some momentum after losing a bunch of games in a row. I believe they lost three in a row, um, but the Titans seem to be back. They got to give the ball to Derrick Henry. They got to be do- they got to do what they've been doing all year long, and that's just uh, continue rushing the football. That's that's what works for Tennessee. If Derrick Henry gets going early and even, um, you know, and Ryan Tannehill's not too bad of a quarterback, but if Derrick Henry gets going early, that is what's very scary for an NFL defense because Derrick Henry is having an MVP campaign this year. And as far for the Browns, I think that has the potential to be a close game because Baker Mayfield um, is on the field. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I believe they still have him at wide receiver. Um, So the Browns have some weapons too, and they have that right end in Miles Garrett. I don't know if he's playing um, because he did have COVID-19, 
but he also is putting up a defensive player of the year campaign this year. Um, so, you know, I, I expect the game to be close. The over-under is 54, so it should be a high-scoring game, I think. I think it should be, um, it's going to be entertaining. And I'm going to take the Titans at home over the Browns. Next, we have Detroit at Chicago. Um, two, uh, Battle of the NFC North here. The Bears are minus three, and the over-under is 44 and a half. Uh, two teams that really haven't, you know, excited me much this year. They haven't really been two teams to watch all year long. The Bears started out 5-1, and one, I believe, but then, you know, basically tanked from there. Um, Mitch Trubisky, I believe, does get the start for the Bears this week. Yes, it says here that Mitchell Trubisky will start. Um, so, Mitch Trubisky didn't play a bad game this week against the Seahawks. He didn't play a bad second half. He threw three touchdowns. He had two interceptions and three fumbles. Um, so he's just got to protect the ball a little bit more and make smarter decisions. He did throw three touchdowns. Um, I'll, I'll take Chicago at home against the Lions. Again, neither team really is uh, anything to watch this year, I don't think. They're two teams that I don't think are going to the playoffs. Um, well, actually, the, I shouldn't say that. The Bears might. The Bears are still in that running for the second spot in the NFC North with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, so we'll have to see how that goes this week. I'll take the Bears at home in this game. I'm going to stick with the spread. Indianapolis at Houston next. Um, the Colts are minus three, and uh, the over-under is 51.5. Uh, this should be fairly self-explanatory. I'm going to take the Colts. Houston really not doing much this year. Uh, they're one of those teams that um, didn't get off on the right foot. Bill O'Brien made some terrible coaching decisions in the offseason, um, and they, they really don't have anybody except Will Fuller around Deshaun Watson. And I think Deshaun Watson might be getting ready to leave soon, um, possibly this offseason, might be requesting a trade. I mean, Deshaun Watson, is he wants to win, and right now it's looking like the Texans are not going to be a winning football team, and they're going to need to start rebuilding. And on the other hand, Indianapolis, um, you know, putting up a very good campaign this year with Phillip Rivers, and they have one of the best defenses in the league, um, and they had one of the best drafts um, out of any team in the league, and I know I say that as a lot of repetition there, um, but I think it's worth noting because they have a lot of rookies, um, and they picked up Phillip Rivers. They had a great offseason in general, and it, it shows because they are now one of um, the front runners to go to the playoffs in the AFC. I'm going to give them this win um, in Houston. So I'm going to stick with the spread on that game as well. Next, we have Jacksonville at Minnesota. This game is in Minnesota. The Vikings are minus 10 on the spread. And an over-under of 52, the Vikings look to get back um, to 500. I believe they look to go 6-6 six and six this week on the season. Um, neither team really impresses me that much this year. Jacksonville, not a very good team. The Vikings are starting to win some games. But, you know, I think it might be a little too late. Uh, they might sneak into the wild card, but that's about it, I think, for the Vikings. Um, but I'm going to take the Vikings at home. I'm going to stick with the spread. They're minus 10. Um, I don't think that either team is too great or an elite team, but I think the Minnesota Vikings are better than Jacksonville. They got uh, Just like the Titans, they got to get the rushing game going. Dalvin Cook, a top five running back in the league. They have to keep the ball on the ground, keep it rushing. You know, Kirk Cousins hasn't had an elite year Yet again, I feel like we say that every year, um, and I'm not trying, and I'm not dissing Kirk Cousins here. I'm just, you know, calling it as I see it. 
Um, he's a mediocre quarterback in an elite quarterback's world. That's what I always say about him. Um, but I think if the Vikings, you know, can rush the football, keep it running with Dalvin Cook, um, they should get the win here. And I'm going to keep, and I'm going to take the Vikings, um, in this game after coming back and beating the Panthers last week. Um, so I'm going to give that pick to the Vikings, the Raiders at the Jets. Um, I'm surprised to tell you guys that the Raiders are only minus eight on the spread and the over-under is 47 and a half. Now, I'm not surprised at the over-under, um, but the Raiders are only minus eight uh, on the spread. So you're going to tell me that the Minnesota Vikings against the Jacksonville Jaguars are minus 10 and the Raiders against a team like the New York Jets are minus eight. Um, I don't know what happened there, um, but the New York Jets haven't won a game. Uh, so with that being said... I think it should be obvious that I'm going to be taking the Las Vegas Raiders in this game. Um, I would be a fool to take the New York Jets, who haven't won a game, against a team that I think could quite possibly go to the playoffs, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, It should just be, I don't want to say a walk in the park, but at this point it should be an easy win for the Raiders, and I don't see the Jets winning this game. Cincinnati at Miami. Uh, the Dolphins are minus 11 and a half and the over-under is 42. The Bengals do not have Joe Burrow for the rest of the year. I believe he tore his ACL, if I'm correct. Either that or something happened to his ankle, I f- forget, but I know he is out for the rest of the year. Um, and I'm going to stick with the spread and take Miami in this game. Tua Tagovailoa is playing great. I don't know if he's going to get the start or not. Um, but, you know, either or Miami's putting up a playoff campaign this year. They're playing very well. And, you know, I think that without Joe Burrow, the Bengals don't really have a shot in this game. Well, I I shouldn't say that. They might have a tiny shot in this game. Um, But Joe Burrow's, I think, is what kept him in it all season. So I'm going to take Miami in this game. And I think they should. I think this is a game that they should win. And everybody is expecting them to win to keep up with their playoff campaign because the Patriots are right behind them in that uh, second-place race in the AFC East, I believe that is. The Giants at Seattle. And this game's in Seattle. Now, I considered taking this as my lock, um, but I'm going to take another game as my lock. The Seahawks are minus 10. The over-under is 47. And I was considering, again, I was considering taking Seattle as my lock, but I looked at another game that I'll talk about soon, and I'm going to take that game as my lock. Um, but Seattle, I should win this game. That being said, um, the Giants are look, looking like they might be on the up and coming. They're uh, number one in the NFC East right now, which is a, I, I mean, I'm sorry to all, any NFC East fans out there, but the NFC East is a joke this year. Um, and the New York Giants are number one in that division, so I guess good for them. They're not over 500. There's not a team in that division that's over 500, actually. Um, and Seattle is one of the best teams in the NFC this year, I think. Uh, so I'm going to take Seattle in this game. Um, and it, and here, Daniel Jones is questionable with a hamstring injury. So that's just another reason to give Seattle the win here um, on Sunday. Now, this is a game, too, that I think, I believe this is at 425. Um, yeah, this is a 425 game, I'm pretty sure. Uh, the Rams at Arizona, um, and this is going to be an NFC West matchup. This is going to be a matchup that if you're watching a game at 425, I suggest you watch this game. going to be a very, very, very entertaining game. Uh, 
These two teams are basically battling it out for the second place spot in the NFC West. The Rams are minus three and the over-under is 48. Um, and uh, the Cardinals, I believe, just yeah, they just came off a loss to New England. And so did the Rams. The Rams lost to the Niners last week. Um I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take the Arizona Cardinals in this game. I'm going to pick against the spread and go Carol and go I'm sorry, I almost said Carolina. Uh, I'm going to pick Arizona because I think Arizona has been an underrated team all year long. I think Kyler Murray has a lot of potential in this league. I think DeAndre Hopkins is quite possibly the best wide receiver in the league. Um unless you take into account Tyreek Hill, there could be some debate there on who's the best team or who's the best wide receiver in the league. But I think when Arizona is an underdog, especially, and I think they I think they know that they're seen as an underdog in the NFC, and I think they know that they're underrated. And that can be a very powerful thing. That can be a dangerous thing, um, especially this close to playoff time. So I think that Arizona knows they have an underdog team, knows that they are underrated, and I think they're going to use that to their advantage. Um, and I think that they might, they're going to win this game. And I think I'm, you know, I'm not ready to say that they're going to have that second place playoff spot, um, because it's going to be a race to the finish, but I think, um, and I think that the Rams loss was worse, uh, last week, which also takes, which I also take into account. And that is why this week, my pick goes to the Arizona Cardinals, um, at home over the Los Angeles Rams. I believe this is Sunday Night Football. Oh, no, it is not Sunday Night Football this week. Um, Another 4 o'clock game. Philadelphia at Green Bay. The Packers are minus 9. Over-under is 46.5. Uh, again, should be fairly self-explanatory that I'm going to take the Packers at home. Um, yeah, I'm going to take the Packers at home. Um... You know, Carson Wentz isn't playing a great uh, season at all. He's not a he's not a very good quarterback. I think I'm ready to say that the Eagles aren't a very good team this year. They're they're not even you know, I mean I think they're second place in the NFC East. And again, the NFC East is a joke this year. Um, they played okay. They played an okay second half against Seattle. Mediocre second half. I don't know if it was just an okay second half from the Eagles, or if it was just a really bad second half uh, for Seattle in that game. Um, But I think the Packers should win this one easily and continue their um, campaign to win the NFC North and get that first round bye. Also at 425, New England at Los Angeles Chargers. um, The Patriots at the Chargers. Uh, This is a pick'em game, and the over-under is 47. So, with this pick'em game here, I am going to stick with the home team. And Justin Herbert, I like him a lot, and that is why that is part of the reason that I'm taking the Chargers. Uh, home field advantage is one, Justin Herbert is one, and you know, the Chargers are not playing a very good season right now, but again, it goes into that fact that, you know, if they're... If they want to start winning some games, you know, they gotta start now. And I think this could be a momentum swinger for... The Chargers. I don't think they're going to the playoffs. I think they have a very good young team. And we've seen this roller coaster year from the New England Patriots so far. And I don't know. I, th- I have a feeling that the Chargers are going to win this game. Now, I would say that this is an upset looking at the rec- looking at records, um, but they do have it as a pick'em. So I pick my games against the spread. This is a pick'em game. So it is not an upset. 
Um, I'm going to take the Chargers at home over the Patriots in this game. Move on to Sunday Night Football. Denver Broncos go to Arrowhead in Kansas City. The Chiefs are minus 14, and the over-under is 51. Um, so I, you know, I'm obviously going to take the Kansas City Chiefs in this game. Uh, the Broncos, I don't know if they're going to have a quarterback again this week. We got to see if their quarterbacks are willing to follow the health and safety guidelines. Uh, apparently they weren't last week, and that's why they didn't have uh, a quarterback is because their coach didn't want the quarterbacks playing because they didn't wear a mask, uh, something about that. But um, nonetheless, even if they did have their starting quarterback in, I think the Chiefs would still win. I think the Chiefs are the best team in football. I said that week in and week out. I'm sorry to all you Steelers fans. Um, I will conti- I'll continue to say it until I, until I see the matchup. And I think it's going to be a match, the matchup of the year when we... I don't want to say when. I think it's probably going to happen. But if the Steelers play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship, which I can definitely see happening, I think that that's the matchup of the year. But for right now, I still think that the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football. And for that reason, I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. And they should beat the Broncos. And enough said about that game. Uh, Monday Night Football. This is this is my lock for the week. Um Ironically enough, I'm taking the Steelers as my lock um, over Washington on Monday night. The Steelers are minus 8.5, and, and the over-under is 44. The Steelers are just on a tear this year. 11-0. I think they go 12-0 here um, and continue their great season. And you know what? And, and I'll be the first to say, I will be the first to say that the Steelers are having an absolutely tremendous season. Big Ben is looking like the best he has in years. He's... I've been talking about the resurgence of Ben Roethlisberger all year, but something about the Kansas City, there's something about the Kansas City Chiefs. I think the Kansas City Chiefs have a better offense. I think the Steelers have the better defense. I think both teams are well-rounded. I think these two teams are so close. I you know to who is the best team in the league. That debate could go on and on and on, and. Me, personally, again, I think the Kansas City Chiefs are the best team in football. I think they're going back to the Super Bowl. I think they're liable to win another Super Bowl. But I would not be surprised to see the Steelers in the Super Bowl this year. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Steelers win the Super Bowl this year. But my pick remains the Kansas City Chiefs. So, I think the Steelers go 12-0 and over the Washington football team. An NFC East team, Washington has won a few games this year. But the Steelers are just on a tear right now. And I think the Steelers win this football game and move to 12-0. and And the matchup that I think the Steelers might lose this I have the Steelers going 15-1 and this year. Because the matchup I think they might lose is coming at you next week, Sunday Night Football. They go, I believe they go to Buffalo to play the Bills on Sunday Night Football. And that is going to be a game to watch if you're a Steelers fan. If you're, if you're a football fan, you're going to want to watch that game. But... Again, I have the Steelers winning this week, and you know, and they should, and they should. Honestly, they should. They're an eleven and zero team, and they're facing a team in the NFC East. They should win this game. Um, another Sunday night game. Oh, they have two Sunday night games. I think. No, wait, that's a Monday night game. Yeah, okay, so the game was moved from Sunday to Monday because of the Steelers playing yesterday, um, playing Wednesday. So the other Monday night game is the Buffalo Bills at the San Francisco 49ers. The Bills are minus 2.5. The over-under is 48. 
And I'm going to take the Bills in this game. They're playing a great season. Uh, Josh Allen, great quarterback. Stephon Diggs, a great pickup for them. Micah Hyde on that team. Tredavious White is on that team. Um, just They got a lot of weapons on that team uh, for the Bills. And the 49ers have not been playing great. Their last place in the NFC West. I think that's where they're going to stay for the year. Um, it's in it's in San Francisco, and San Francisco just beat the uh, they just beat the um, the Rams last week. Um, but I think that the Bills should get this win. They should get it uh, in San Francisco. It's not. It might be closer than a lot of people think, but I still think the Bills come out on top. Um, before we move on to the Tuesday night game, I just did want to mention, if I didn't before, I forget if I did, um, but the St- the Pittsburgh Steelers is my lock for the week over the Washington football team. Um, so, last game to discuss. Tuesday night football game this week got moved from Thursday to Tuesday, as I said, because the Ravens played yesterday. Um, Dallas in Baltimore. Um, and the, the Ravens are minus seven, and the over-unders to be determined. It hasn't been determined yet. I'm going to give this game to the Ravens. If Lamar Jackson starts, great. If he doesn't, great. I'm going to give the game to the Ravens. No, I shouldn't say great. I should say, okay. If, if Lamar Jackson starts, okay. If he doesn't, okay. Because Lamar, I like Lamar Jackson. I, Lamar Jackson is a good quarterback. Um, my, I just meant to say, you know, I don't think it makes a difference if he starts or not uh, for the Ravens. I think they win either way. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys are a very good team. I think Jerry Jones is, I think Jerry Jones is at fault a lot for that. Um, and the Ravens are minus seven, and we still don't know who's going to start on Tuesday night. I would assume that it's going to be Lamar. We'll have to see um, because he had COVID. Um, but I think the over, I think the spread would have been a lot different had we have known. Well, I don't know if the spread would have been a lot different had we have known who was going to start Tuesday. Um, but the fact that it's minus seven should tell you something about the Raiders. I mean, the Raiders, uh, the Ravens, and the Cowboys aren't playing a very good season uh, so far. And this game, I'm going to give to the Ravens uh, in Baltimore. And those are my picks for the week. Um, so that's that's our show for today. Uh, I hope I do very well, or at least better than I did in prior weeks um, here with my picks, um, I will let you know probably Tuesday's show if I um, if I got my picks right as I look at the games. I'll look at some of the important games Tuesday and talk about those as I always do. Uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to hear more just like it, uh, go ahead and tune in every Tuesday and Thursday night on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. I actually shouldn't say Tuesday or Thursday night. Sometimes I do uh, some afternoon shows. You'll have to check my social media for that. I'm on Instagram at DRS Sports Podcast. Um, so you that's where you're most likely to find updates on shows and everything like that. So again, you enjoy this podcast, you want to hear more like it, tune in every Tuesday and Thursday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Those were my week 13 picks, and we'll see how I do this week. This has been the RS Sports Podcast.